1: Their aim is to educate and entertain. Here's Scott and Jess.
0: Welcome, guys, and happy Wednesday. We are coming to you live from Salem, New Hampshire, and we have a special episode in store today. We are going to discuss all about kenneling your dogs while you're away. And we have a special guest with us, the beautiful Shelley Legault. We're very excited to have her. She is a college student. Where do you go to college? UNH. 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 Close by in Durham, New Hampshire. We are going to talk about what it looks like um, to, as a pet owner with kettling, what it looks like kind of behind the scenes and some of the best practices. But first, we're going to start with the quirky tip of the day. <laughs> i got to tell you guys, we left a, the pig I here. could probably go
1: home at this point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he thinks that every podcast, whether I have a guest or not. I left the pig in the car the last time I took him, and he got kind of like a little bit of heat rash or melting. He's all sticky. I'm going to have to purchase. Is that purchase. the tip?
1: Don't leave yeah. your pig in the car? <laughs>
0: Don't leave the dogs in hot cars or the pigs in hot cars. No, the tip is, if you live in southern New Hampshire um, or the New Hampshire-Mass border or something else, Northeast and you are mass. looking for a place for southern Maine. daycare <laughs> and kenneling, uh, our recommendation would be Kappa Kennels. And that is... Kingston. Who are we are representing today, yes. And we've used them in the past, I'd say... For our own personal dogs frequently, we've recommended client dogs to them and um, we're all about them. So Shelly, thanks for joining us here today. And I just want to add
1: that we've seen our client dogs on their Instagram oh quite a God. bit. Oh, my God. very I'm cool. I'm so
0: excited. Uh, did every you time we get see, the Instagram see thing going? What, yes. well, okay. uh,
1: what about Andy? Yes, oh, I Every love time Andy. we see Andy, like, oh, oh my Andy. God.
0: I love seeing my old dogs. I'm yeah. like, I'm like screenshotting them and commenting. What, what, How's he doing? It's when we crazy. send them
1: over there, we think, oh, I hope it goes okay. <laughs> and then two years later, they're still running around. <laughs> oh, like, good.
0: <laughs> good boys. Yeah, no. All of our old dogs, when we closed down our big facility, went there. So you've been there for what? Like Just six years? seven years. Yeah, a long time. So what is it like? I mean, people that want to board their dogs. Describe the living
1: hell (laughs) of of working in a dog kennel. It's
2: actually not that bad. We only take 30 dogs. So it's not insane. A lot of people are like, how do you deal with the barking all day? It's not. It's when you come and go. It's like if you're at your house, if your dog barks when you come in the door, yeah, everybody barks. And then we get them to settle down. It's like, that's enough. You're done. It's quiet and it depends on the dogs that are there. There are days that are definitely worse than other days, but it's basically we try to make it as close to a home environment as possible, but they are still in a kennel. Yeah. But we want them to be comfortable.
0: Well, and a lot of the daycare dogs, they're there every day now. Yes, so they're, they're there every day. Are they getting kenneled as well? How does that work? Yes. Like so our,
2: our daycare is completely different than most daycares because everybody has their own kennel. Okay, Everybody's an indoor outdoor kennel, and then they get their own individual playtime. If they're intact, anything like that. If they don't like dogs, we'll yeah. still take them. And we do have small play groups that know each other, but we really don't focus on group play it's yeah. mostly one-on-one play or just making sure they get enough exercise, they're outside throughout the day, they're playing with us, they have interaction. If they love dogs and we have another dog that matches up, we'll definitely do that, but our goal is not That's to That's not
1: your well, It's yeah. a little more work for you, but a lot safer for the dogs.
2: Yes, it's a lot more work for us. Definitely that, but yeah. The dogs end up being much better, and we can take them for longer.
1: Do you have the the guillotine-type door in the back of the kennels, or you have to let them out, and they all run down a hall?
2: Uh, We let them out, and they all run down the hall. We do have indoor-outdoor kennels, which go to the outside, but those are just for them. We don't use them. So they go down through a hall, so they do have to walk by the other dogs, and -hmm. oftentimes we'll cover a dog with a sheet or something like that if they're aggressive, if they just don't want to see the other dogs. We try to make each dog as comfortable as possible.
1: Good luck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it is. That's the thing, yeah. I think. And this is something that I really want to preach to viewers and listeners everywhere. Like getting the dogs out of their element and going somewhere is actually really productive for them and their growth and everything yeah. else. And you guys are professionals. And the one thing I really like about what you do, and this is important, and it's something that... When we were playing around with daycare a little bit, we did. But even for boarding, you guys do a test
2: day, right? Yes, we do a trial day under five hours. We don't charge anyone for the day. We just want to make sure their dog isn't going to lose their mind as soon as we shut the door.
0: Yeah, and that's good for not only the employees, but the dogs themselves, the owners, the peace of mind. So I think a lot of people hear that and they think like, oh my gosh, like that's more of a hassle. I'll call somewhere else. But really that's to everyone's benefit to have that extra kind of um, insurance policy in a sense that like, hey, everything is okay. And we did a quick test run and then the dog's going to stay there, especially if it's a longer stay. Because sometimes people want to go away for like, Two weeks. So it's good just to get a little taste of what's going to happen. So when people come, do you guys take their food or do you have standard food? How do you do it? We
2: do have standard food, but we prefer that everyone brings their own food. Yeah. We would much rather keep them on their diet or else we end up cleaning diarrhea, vomit, It's true. I else. wanted
1: to back up and just ask a quick question yeah. about the testing. Can you give me an, like a kind of a ballpark percentage on dogs that fail? Like out of 10 dogs that come in for this five-hour test?
2: So we tend to ask a lot of questions before we even set up the trial day. Because we can kind of gauge on how well your dog's going to do just by asking questions. Dale yeah. like, told of, me,
1: don't even bring dogs in. Yeah, so yeah that, that, that didn't does happen. Get, I didn't get past the phone call.
2: <laughs> yes. So we will first ask you, are they social? Do they like people? Yeah. We'll ask you if they like dogs. That is not a, if they don't like dogs, we won't take them. It's just yeah. nice to know. So we yeah where beforehand. to yep. yeah. So we know where to place them. And then we'll also want to know, have they ever been crated? All right, do you crate them at home? Do you confine them in any way? Do they have an outdoor kennel? Like just anything. If it's a dog that's 11 years old and never been confined. Yeah, never you been don't need that on your head. heads now. Daniel. No, it, we don't want to do it. We don't want to watch an 11-year-old dog stress all day. We'll tell you no. Yeah. We'll say, no. don't come. Sorry. You yeah. need to find... We have a couple people that we recommend that come to your house or we'll yeah. say have a neighbor or someone your dog will be so much more comfortable. Yeah. Generally, if they're over 8 or 10 and never been kenneled, it's, no, it's yeah. not worth no, it. No, it's true. I totally them, agree. Yeah.
0: We... When we we've been doing all of our training and everything for a while and we've had home environments a lot. And when we had our big facility, we were like, okay, we're going to board. We had a license for up to 50 dogs. We're like, let's fill this up. So we like, as a favor boarded a client dog that we had done training for. And then like, She's like, oh, it's an older little yeah. poodle. It was like a fourteen-year-old poodle. Like she was like, I'm like, she was like, skin and bones. Yeah. I'm like, literally, like, honey, like, give her a bed to sleep in. Like, I yeah. was so stressed, and she it was came only... in with a little cane. A little yeah. <laughs> no, I literally, like, I was like, oh yeah, like, sure, we'll yeah. take it. And you know, you think, oh, like a little dog, like you know, could be really spunky. Our fourteen-year-old pomeranian acts like three. Mm-hmm. I was so stressed for three days. Yeah. I'm literally like hand feeding her freaking <laughs> cooked chicken. Yeah. I was like, never again. Because because not only is it stressful for the dog, and we don't want to see that as professionals, yeah. but something could freaking happen. It's or very I have another possible. example. Yeah. We
1: had a boxer in, and the, they said, you know, the dog is prone to seizures, but only has seizures about every it six months. was a Boston months. Terrier. A boss, I, wondered, yeah.
0: I didn't know any good boxer yeah. stories. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. where is he going Boston with this?
1: So we're like, well, how long ago did the last seizure happen? Well, it was about six months ago. Yeah, great. oh Friggin my God, dog comes yeah. in and seizes on us. It wasn't the end of the world, but it was yeah, scary. I had
0: volume and stuff, but no. And like when you guys are getting upset and you're turned away by these places, it's only because you're professionals. Yep. And you've seen what it looks like and how it can go bad. And this is to everyone's benefit. I tell you, the more regulation, and I get that, like. Filling out a 20 page inventory is sometimes annoying and sometimes it seems like your dog was slighted, but professionals who know what they are doing won't just take your money. No, you
2: don't want the money. And one of the most common things we get is somebody who calls with an older dog and they say they just sleep all day. Yeah. I'm like that's right here at home yeah. when it's quiet and nothing happens or <laughs> yeah. they've spent their whole life. But once they're in a kennel with dogs barking and people moving, mm-hmm. they're away from their home, they're not gonna sleep all day and that's already a total change from their environment. Yeah, no, I- completely. I've told
1: my clients many times with young dogs to get them into a kennel before a year old. Just to get them used to just seeing that. Yeah. So that then when you really need it, you have a place that they've already yep. been in and all that stuff. You know? And in the
2: event of an emergency or a last minute thing, it doesn't become an issue. Because right. people call and then we're like, no, you need to do a trial day and we're yeah. full for these next two weeks. Yeah,
1: they're having a baby and yeah. they have a dog that attacks everyone.
0: Yeah, <laughs> then uh, they don't have time to get the trial day in and we can't take them and yeah. people get upset. No, I yeah. know. and it, it. But really, and that's why you guys have always run your business above bar in a lot of different ways. And we know the owner of Kappa and we've known her for many years. And the thing is, like these procedure, these procedures and these protocols really do make all the difference because it ensures greater safety. And of course, there's never a hundred percent success rate with anything in life. But once we start to learn from little mistakes and stuff that have happened over time and fallout that we've seen from other dogs, changing practices is best protocol. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it sounds annoying, but it's for the greater good. And you guys do grooming there, also, right? We you don't have of- a groomer right
2: now. Okay, we'll do. Sometimes if we have a bath dog or something, you wanted okay. a bath before like it goes home. Thing. We'll do it, but we don't have a full time groomer on okay. staff. Okay. Right so you have
0: now. the daycare and you have the kennels, and do a lot of the daycare dogs then stay for boarding. Also, I yes. assume. Yep. A lot of our daycare dogs will stay for boarding. It's e- so much easier on them. Yeah.
2: I mean, it does take usually the first one or two days because they're so used to going home at the end of the day. They're like, yeah. "What's going on?" Yeah. But then they're also comfortable there, so yeah. we're not worried about them. It's not stressful. It's so much easier for them.
1: You have some people that just never come back to get their dog. <laughs> that and... has
2: not happened. <laughs> <laughs> no. That has happened in the past, but not since I've been there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's going so well. Yes. We just figured we just leave yeah. them there.
2: Wait,
0: that is one of the reasons we do require payment in advance. Yeah, I know. No kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it's gonna be a long stay, we'll take the whole yeah. thing. So what about the winter and stuff? I mean, I know personally, like, ice and everything is a huge problem. Um, some dogs probably don't want to sit out in the snow. Like, how do you adjust things for seasons normally? So we actually have a huge play yard out back that opens to a barn. So the garage
2: okay. door is closed all night so that nothing can get in there, no snow, nothing like that. So that is all dry constantly. So oh, dogs nice. can always be outside because it's just a garage door open so they can get fresh air without being out in the elements if it's oh, hot that's cold. nice, yeah. And then depending on the amount of snow... We'll either plow the entire yard with snow banks away from the fence, so yeah. nobody <laughs> jumps over the fence. Uh,
0: another tidbit, you guys. Yes. <laughs> we had that crazy snow years ago. All of a sudden, your five, six-foot fences were like two-foot yeah. fences. Yeah, yeah. definitely. No, so, it's important. It, so ma-
1: the, it matters. the mud season is probably worse than the snow. Yes,
0: the mud season
2: we'll tell people if you can't complain that your dog came home dirty we'll try to clean if they're like black they came in white we'll clean them up but other
0: than that they came for daycare and it's raining out they're gonna get get dirty
2: dirty. they had fun that's what yeah well
0: that's part of the thing yeah Yeah, they're like rough and tumbling and that's why like i we love instagram their instagram page because one we see all of our old clients but then also like the dogs are like elated and like running around and like outdoors and like a big area to run more so than they probably even get necessarily at their house especially if they have a small yard or they live in the city so it's kind of like a vacation for them. It too. is. We have a ton of dogs that run right in the door and people, it makes them so happy. And their dog's <laughs> happy
2: to be there. It makes everybody's happy. Yeah. The dog's happy. We're happy. The when the owner comes to
1: pick them up, they won't come out of there. <laughs>
2: that out. always <laughs> makes me a little sad when the dog doesn't want to go home. I'm like, I love having you here, but don't you want to <laughs> go home? <laughs> home's good that joke. does happen more frequently than it doesn't,
0: but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> things have changed over time too with yeah. stress levels at home and everything. So what about owners like are they checking in all the time how does that go yes owners are the worst part for yeah. sure yeah so what is like kind of like a reasonable like would you say like every few days yes it's- we have absolutely no
2: issue with you calling to check in we're happy to email you the biggest issue we have is people will say, I haven't seen a picture of my dog. Are they okay? I'm like, yeah. we would have told you if there was an issue. We're not going to yeah. hide anything. As soon as your dog has an issue, we will let you know. Your dog is definitely okay if we haven't touched base with you. Yeah. Uh, you can always say, I'm missing some pictures and like, I'd love to see something. We're happy. We'll email them yeah. to you. We're happy. But definitely, if we haven't gotten in touch with you, your dog is totally fine.
0: There is no issues. Your dog <laughs> That's is That's compl- not because we're hiding. Something. No, we're, we're not just- hiding anything. We're just
2: busy. Your dog's been playing. And a lot of times, if it's a new dog, before we start taking pictures and shoving the camera in their face, yeah. we give them a little while to adjust that kind of thing yeah but con- like we have no issue updating clients we're more than happy we'll be we'll tell you exactly what's going on whether they're eating if they're playing with other dogs if they're by themselves yeah. how they're doing with us if they're stressed yeah like definitely feel free to ask that is not a problem at all just don't complain that there's no pictures
1: what's your medication policy
2: we do whatever you do at home <coughs> tell us what you usually do at home when you do it how you do it you do injections we will do some injections it depends on the dog
1: yeah yeah I mean, I have I've seen that very infrequently, but I did yeah. have a client once where the dog needed a daily injection, and the people were so freaked out about having to do this that I went and helped him. Yeah. Just it was just a, right. It was an easy injection, sub but cue. they were we so. Call s- that. when yes. he does that. He <laughs> needs what doing They were so stressed <laughs> just about it. You know? The
0: rest of the world doesn't <laughs> said, understand what that
1: means. And they, they said, "Well, why?" You know, the dog just hates it. And I said, "Well, let me see you doing." It. And the guy was so scared, he was like stabbing the dog. I'm like Jesus, take <laughs> it easy. Take it easy.
2: <laughs> We typically recommend that depending on the dog and what the situation is, a vet is a better place to go because if they're at that point where they need injections, they probably have some kind of health issue that's more serious. that could be made worse by stress and by boarding in a kennel. So our typical recommendation is you should look for a vet that will be able to monitor them and do anything if anything gets worse. And the immune
1: systems definitely drop when they're in a kennel situation.
0: Mm -hmm. That is for sure.
1: Yeah. And that's scary. Things can pop up. Older
0: dogs, poorly bred dogs, everything else. All right. Let's go to break super quick. And when we get back, we're going to talk more about kenneling.
1: Does your dog lack self control? Are you looking for some answers? Would you like your dog to be calmer? Does your dog lack confidence? Canine Mindshift. Enroll in a free course today. Simply go to caninemindshift.com. That's CanineMindShift.com. All right. All right.
0: We are back with Shelly to talk about boarding dogs and daycare dogs and running a kennel, more importantly than not. So what about sizes? I mean, little, little, okay. Huge, okay. Everything will take anything.
2: Tiny dogs, definitely okay. Big dogs, same thing. We're okay. Big dogs we're a little more cautious with because they need to have a little more control just so we can move them. Yeah. Because if they choose not to move... It can it's be a little dangerous bit when they're
0: bigger than we are. No, it can be dangerous. Yeah. It's true. It's totally is true. So, how many kennel people do you guys have that rotate through?
2: Currently, we have three people on staff that rotate through. So, once they meet one person, they kind of know. Yeah, what's like, up? Like yeah, at least you'll see them. Um, our weekends, it's the same people that are there during the week, so it's not like it's a new person every day. Somebody they don't know. And currently, it's all girls. They're about in their twenties, so it's very easy. Yeah. It's not – some dogs definitely get stressed with men or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. More presence, yep. yeah. Which we don't do that on purpose. It's just kind of how it is now, which yeah. definitely works for
0: a lot of dogs. Yeah, and what about COVID? You guys are probably pretty busy during COVID, no? I yeah. mean, um, not like that's over, but still. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: Uh, daycare went crazy during yeah. COVID. Uh, boarding not as much we yeah. had we kind of because we always used to do boarding people were so traveling yeah, yeah we uh, boarding was our main source when we first started it <laughs> yeah. has been for most of the time and then all of a sudden when covid came nobody was going anywhere yeah so we did a ton of daycare and that kind of opened up our whole daycare section yeah. so now we're trying to balance between the two
0: so daycare you guys didn't have before the pandemic then right.
2: not we had a little bit we had a few. But it wasn't thriving it wasn't thriving at all we mainly we prefer boarding That's you weren't pushing we it no know. we weren't pushing it at all the pandemic we kind of just went with the flow whatever yeah. worked
0: worked and that's, that's what we all did any yeah. of us could do yeah so well and like you guys have a broad range of clientele like even because i'm actually boarding a dog there next week we're going to be going away for a wedding and um, we will one be, of be our calling personal... daily
1: to make sure the dog <laughs> <is> <laughs> okay. yeah,
0: definitely well, i want messages. my damn picture <laughs> we didn't get a
1: picture i'm concerned about the dog's health yep.
0: <laughs> oh my god he's crazy why am i even talking about bringing a dog there um Oh, because when I had to look up the vets, like you guys list, you have a really nice system for signing in and the amount of vets within the area, like it's a wide reaching yes. range. Like yes. it's not like they just serve as Kingston, New Hampshire. And we have driven over an hour to board with Kappa multiple times in our lives. Yeah. We have a lot of people who actually drive up from Boston. We have a couple of people who come from like West
2: Shore Mass over yeah. there, like upwards of two hours, they'll drive to drop their dogs off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And our clients were driving from Boston to see you because yep. they were just... So our our recommendation was enough. They didn't want to leave their dog anywhere else. Yeah, Yeah. and a
2: lot, a lot of people once they leave their dog and their dog's happy, they don't want to go anywhere else. It's true. And a lot of places in the city don't have a yard. Yes, which a lot of people get upset about. They're like, oh, you have an actual yard where the dog can play instead of. Well, and they start
1: peeing and pooping indoors too, and that sucks.
2: Yeah, that's not something anybody wants to deal with, especially a young dog.
0: The other thing with you guys too is, like, I think a lot of places like in the cities and all that, people think like, oh, it'll be fun to, like, play with dogs and (laughs) roll around with dogs all day, and. Similar to how we try to run our business with pet dog training, and granted, that's just Scott and myself right now. Like, it's a real reality check about like the employees need to have these certain characteristics. Like, there has to be some real life stuff interjected into all of that. Similar to how on our daycare podcast, like Noel talked about hiring people with presence and that we're you know in the moment and present and able to like step in if need. Reading be.
1: dog behavior. Reading yep. dog
0: behavior. Having this certain dog mm-hmm. sense and everything because. It's not just like, oh, you go and take care of dogs and pet dogs. Like, you have to read different situations. When you have... Anytime you have more than I'd say three to four dogs, like this kind of pack mentality thing can set in. You don't just run into a group of 30 dogs and like throw up a marrow bone and think, like, okay, like let's see what yeah. happens. There's some certain know how that you need. And that's something that Gail, who started Kappa, she has a long experience with dogs and a long history with dogs, but she's important. She requires that with her hiring, I feel like. And you guys have yes. as a facility with your hiring to have a certain level of an employee. Yeah, like, you have to
2: know what you're doing. Yeah. And even. We look for somebody who's probably had some kind of dog experience, worked in a kennel, in a vet, something like that. So you know, because where we are, there's only 30 dogs. So you're yeah. by yourself. You need to be able to watch all those dogs. And if you notice anything, one of our biggest fears is always bloat. Yeah. So you need to be watching these dogs because they're stressed. They're away yeah. from home and we don't know their normal behavior. Yeah. So we don't know when they're off. So somebody definitely has to know what's going on, at least be able to read certain cues from each dog. You know, yeah. a
1: little pet peeve of ours, I think, is we'll get a dog in and, oh, the dog's great and everything. And then, of course... The first time it poops in the yard, there's pieces of toys and crap, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Holy shit, this yes. dog is going to get
2: it's
1: going to be a blockage of some kind, <laughs> and we'll call them and say, "Take a picture of the poop and send it to them. <laughs> they'll go, "Oh, yeah." The dog always eats toys and all this yeah. stuff. I'm like, Jesus Christ. The
2: amount of people who have no idea what their dog's poop looks
0: like yeah. is a little horrifying. Well, I one time had a full crustacean come out. I couldn't believe yeah, it. There was like, dog, from the beach. dog was I was, like, I <laughs> was <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. This yeah. is like, they passed through? I was a like, hermit a sh- crab came yeah, out no, across, I literally, across the yard. And we're like, and Scott and I, like, especially, and, you know, we, we do different things, but we do similar things in a sense. Like, when we have a board and train in, you know, we... Every moment is like, what do they have access to? What don't they have access to? Because we, of course, like you guys, don't want anything on our watch, you know. But these dogs are coming in like this, or daycare dogs, like they're having other stuff, and yeah, it's stressful. Like every time my dogs poop, I I pretty much like know what it looks like. And we have more than one dog, you know.
2: You monitor it, you make sure, and we always watch all of our dogs. We know when they're going to the bathroom, if they haven't gone to the bathroom, and we worry about it. We're like, oh, they haven't pooped yet. What's going on? Why did this happen? And then, of course, a lot of dogs won't eat when they're stressed, so that kind of equates. We'll be like, yeah, they didn't eat. They're not going to poop. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff is fine. But if they haven't pooped since they got there, I'm like, what's going concern. on? Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, and it's it's important. And you call the owners, and they can yeah. say, well, I don't know. Yeah, you I don't know the when owner. they pooped. They yeah. may
2: have pooped before they got there.
1: <laughs> we had, you know, an interesting story, caring for other people's dogs. We had about, I don't know, 15 or 20 dogs in the kennel. And all of a sudden, the whole kennel room smelled really <laughs> mm-hmm. bad, like rotten. Yeah. So Jess is going to each crate <laughs> and sticking her head in and smelling And this dog, she said, okay, this dog smells, and it had rotten teeth so bad in the back. Mm -hmm. So she took, put a thermometer in the dog's butt, had a temperature, called the owner, said, Mm -hmm. get over here, get this dog. The dog needs to have some teeth extracted. It was the (laughs) only
0: boot camp we ever sent home. And
1: they said, oh, well, the dog won't let us look in her mouth. So that's why we never deal. Like the vet, the dog was aggressive at the vet. So no one ever looked in the dog's mouth, you know? And it was, like, it's, scary.
2: It's really scary how much people just ignore. and we yeah, just
1: let stuff go just forever. Just
2: have no idea. Like, we'll have a dog walk in. We'll then like, it's your fault. Yeah, it's totally. It was <laughs> here for three days. Ear infections all yeah. the time.
1: Oh, yeah. That, that's, yeah.
2: <laughs> My dog
0: got an ear infection while I was there. No, it didn't. It had one when it came in. You just didn't know it. <laughs> well, and that's yeah. the thing. And that's this is the balance, I think, that a lot of pet professionals don't realize, is that, like... Would it be to the benefit of my allergies and to the dogs that's coming into our care and everything else to bathe the dog and do its nails and everything on the front end? Yes, but I'm trying to develop a relationship with that dog. You know what I mean? So there's certain things like, you know, the dog's going to come in for kenneling. You're not going to do a once-over exam. One, they're not paying for that. And two, like... You want the dog to ease into things. You know what I mean? Like checking the teeth and checking the ears and stuff is great. But as a stranger, you don't want to start like opening all these orifices up and figuring out what's going on. So these are all little things that like you don't necessarily think of, but we see it day in, day out. I want to talk about your fecal policy because I like this policy and I Let's implemented Let's talk fecal. This. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk dog food. Yeah. No, but I implemented this when we um, had the yards too because people, dogs were having shared yards and it was mm-hmm. stressful. So under six months, it's different. Than an older dog, Under one year. Under one year, I'm sorry. Under one year,
2: we do require a negative fecal. If they're over a year, we do not require a negative fecal. Most puppies get one automatically when they're eight weeks old, the first vet visit. Most dogs do already have one. So that's all we need to see because the biggest, usually, transmitter is when they come home. Yeah. That's what we've noticed. So as long as they're over a year, then we're pretty confident that... Hopefully, the owner would have noticed if there's something going on. The dog's yeah. probably gaining weight like it's acting yeah. normal, and you can tell more likely when they're over a year, whereas under a year, it's hard to
0: tell. They're puppies. They're growing yeah. They're lanky. You don't want them to be too skinny, and yeah. then you don't want the puppies necessarily to bring something and in the either. the chances are pretty
1: good it could have Giardia, too, when yep. it's a puppy. Yeah, definitely. They're always drinking puddles and mm-hmm. all kinds Doing of Doing everything else. Yeah. yeah. So
0: when you started working at Kappa, yes. I mean, you had dogs
2: before? I had my own personal dogs. That okay. was it. I had one yellow lab. That trend. was when
1: you used to like dogs, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some days I do. So, so. I still love dogs. So, but even now, like things have evolved a lot. Yes, everything time. has changed. Yes. From have when you
1: seen behavior changes in dogs? Yes, since a ton. Uh, doodles. You started? Yep. Doodles, yeah. Doodles. What, what's wrong with doodles?
2: Um, I have yet to meet more than I think two I actually enjoy.
1: Yeah. What is it about them that bothers you?
2: Generally, they're neurotic. Nine out of 10 want to run away from me. Yeah. Fear. It, fear. Fear. Very mm-hmm. fearful. Um, very nervous. Most mm-hmm. of them are not well-groomed. Yeah. Um, we're seeing more aggression out of doodles yep, now. We've had some yeah. aggressive ones.
1: Isn't that crazy? Because yep. you'd never think. Like, no. uh, I I started training labradoodles probably 15 years ago, and they were, they were actually imported from Australia. They were special. Yeah. You know, they were first-generation doodles, They I were guess. good labradoodles. Yeah, they were yeah, strong. Yeah, they used to. Yeah, the,
0: the original ones were good, and now, and now the gene seeing, pool is smaller Well, there's yeah. the smaller.
1: golden doodles and the labradoodles yeah, yeah. and sheba doodles yeah, is and everything now. Yeah, and the apricot now.
0: ones. The
2: amount of aggressive goldens
0: we've seen is yes. actually
1: yes, a little that's kicking up, too. Yep. It's strange? concerning. You'd never think that. Nobody. And,
0: and labs. Have you seen any
2: aggression with labs? Not, some with aggression, more fear. Yeah. And stress. A lot of stressed labs. And I'm like, you're supposed to be chill. What happened? Well, I think
0: part of what's happening also, and this is a huge overreach and this has no study behind it, but I think societally we're a little higher strung too. And <laughs> I think the pandemic was hard on everybody too. And I think sometimes, and granted, like Scott and I are the first ones to friggin' say, and I've talked to Shelly on Facebook and Messenger and email for Years before, like I know her, but we've never met before, so I, <laughs> she may feel this way too. But yeah. some Pleasant of these surprise, by the way. <laughs> but some of these breed, dogs are bred a little bit differently. Like they're not as sound. Like yes. that is happening. It's not, and I'm not trying to point fingers and blame me on everybody else. But sometimes it's that, like, oh, we need to like have the tempo of our house a little more even keel, or we need to like control these triggers a little bit more because we're seeing it too. It's kind of like this bubbling up, this surfacing of like instability mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily serving the dog well or the dog professionals well or maybe your house well. So and if your dog comes home from daycare, do you always get that my dog wasn't tired enough? Do yes. people um get- we not as bad. There's
2: certain days where people like, oh, they weren't as tired, which we understand some days we'll have dogs for them to play and some days we won't. Yeah. But my biggest thing is if your dog's coming home from daycare wiped out, it was probably stressed all day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's <laughs> that exhausting. They didn't
2: enjoy their day they yeah. had a horrible day and they're stressed and tired that's true, right. that's true. yeah you don't want them just necessarily dead if the they world. come home and just die nothing went well that day but I that's can't exactly what true. they
1: want they yep. bring home the dead clean dog yes yeah. we'll bring him back tomorrow morning yep
2: exactly and they want we tell people all the time like if that's what you want go get a stuffed animal yeah but if that's the you case you don't say that to
1: people no. do you My gail
0: goodness. does <laughs> so, scott and gail they would be a good <laughs> team <laughs> scott's gotten better a little softer a little bit over the years but, but the it, thing about this is is that okay so the dogs are maybe coming back even if they're a little more even keel let's say and I think this is probably happening more so than most because the daycare clients are regulars if the dogs come back seeming more stable and then like after the weekend maybe like on Sunday night the behavioral stuff is kind of trying yeah. to creep in and stuff that means that daycare and structure and whatever that environment is is actually like helping them be in a better headspace mm-hmm. and that's not gonna just change your household so if you see your dog like you're like wow like Wednesday night like I love how this dog behaves like everything's awesome like all that barking out the window everything is getting better and then Sunday afternoon to Sunday evening that starts bubbling up just make a little mental note for yourself you don't have to be hard on yourself but if these external programs are helping your dog to feel more stable and more dog-like then that's not only to the benefit of the dog but that's something that you can grow on and maybe can progress a little bit more we like normal normal is important
1: yeah I mean I think that it's you know, Gail has the right idea, and she always has with that kennel. She just doesn't want any bullshit. You yeah. know, I mean, she wants to have a calm life. It's a lot of work to deal with other mm-hmm. people's dogs. But a lot of these daycares that are popping up, it's just about numbers. they got to yes. have a certain amount of dogs in that yeah. place, yes. and they don't want to kick out a dog because that's a hundred dollars a week mm-hmm. loss off of their yeah. bottom line. And so they'll get dogs in there with aggression. I've had clients where I've gone to do a class with a client dog, and there's punctures in the dog's neck. And I'm like, what happened to yeah. your dog? Oh, at daycare, he always comes home like that. I'm like, that's not right. That's, Who's telling yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> that's like, not normal. The dog is fighting this fighting going mm-hmm. on at the kennel. That's not a good thing, you know?
2: Yeah. It's kind of scary, some of the stories you yeah. hear about other yeah. kennels where people are like, oh, yeah, my dog came home with this, or he went terrifying. to a different daycare. I'm like, yeah, and I, that was okay. half his ear ripped off. Yeah. I know. yeah. And that was
0: fine. No, <laughs> you were okay with that? It's terrifying. And really, it's a lot of work and a lot of stress on the ends of the people that are running these things because it's 24-7. Like, we all have our own animals. We all have our own priorities. But like... As as much as you love your dog, we love our dogs that much, and we have to love your dog a certain amount just to keep it alive and going and there and everything else, and it's stressful because that responsibility now is ours. Like, we have to be the one taking care of your animal and make, being their mommy and daddy and all these other things. Do you have any crazy stories over the last decade or so?
1: <laughs> they aren't going to get you fired?
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely been some interesting dogs.
2: Um, well, We've had a few people show up who are like, oh, I didn't think you actually touched my dog. It's a, they have an indoor-outdoor kennel. And oh. I'm like, No. That's no, not how this works. <laughs> they're, they're, we don't have to touch your dog. If, yep.
1: if you did have that set up, yes. my dog would be able to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <That's laughs> and
2: and Even if we did, like we have taken dogs where it's a last resort and it's a one-time thing. We won't take them back. But in the event we do, we have a barn door that opens. We can let them out. We can feed them. We can yeah. do that. We don't want to do that. That's no, not I... what we're
0: here for. And, and if there's an emergency, what do you, you need do? to be able to deal yep. with the dog. Yeah. Yep. I feel the same way. I mean, this dog we're talking about with Scott's dog. He's... Fine and everything else, but like, I feel like if he was choking on a bone, he could resource guard with me. And mm-hmm. I think, well, what am I going to reach my friggin' hand yep. in his throat? Like there are certain things. And as kennel staff, you at least need to be able to tend to a dog, look at a foot, put a cone yeah. on, God forbid. But these are yeah. things that happen. You they come up. Things that you wouldn't expect to happen. A lot of
2: people don't even think about. Yeah. And you have to be prepared for that and at least have somebody who can handle it. Yeah. Whether it's the person who's working that day or at least somebody who is present who can do it. Yeah. That's the biggest issue is making sure. And if we don't, then we won't take your dog. Yeah, you
1: don't have to have send someone in with a dart gun yeah. to tranquilize so, and, them yeah. so that you can actually... <laughs> and if your
2: dog had like a serious emergency, we need to be able to get it to the vet. Yes. Right. So we have to be able to get it in a vehicle. Yes. We use sure. our own vehicles. We don't yeah. transport dogs unless we absolutely have to. Obviously, we will mm-hmm. if there's an emergency, but we need to be able to move your dog. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So... Yeah, and the vets aren't going to be able to come to a kennel and deal with that situation here nor there. How about your clients? Are they, are they grateful? Do, they, yes. do, they, do yeah. they fill your cup? Yeah. Most of
2: our clients are very good. They're appreciative. They know that we love their dogs, and they know that we'll take care of their dogs, and yeah. that means the world to most people is that yeah. they're safe, they're happy, they're comfortable leaving their dogs with us. Most people are thrilled.
1: I'm yeah. sure you've never dealt with this, but great dog, but you just can't deal with the owners. So <laughs> More I'm often d- than not. I had
2: the opposite. <laughs> I've had many of the opposite problems, too, where I really like the owners, but their dogs just... yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. the dog's either too much it's too aggressive or it just we can't handle it yeah and those
1: are are the kind of dogs we used to take yeah
2: (laughs) Yeah, and (laughs) where you want to help the owner you understand that it's nothing they can do but it's just you need them to understand your point too whereas it needs to go somewhere where it's safe yeah
0: well and the difference also with these two professions or whatever if you want to call it that like when we take a dog we're taking a dog for a high dollar amount and we have to train the dog too you guys Aren't there to train that you're there to care for the dog? Like, yeah. this is a nightly fee, and Just keep it healthy. That's yes, it. and their fee is pretty affordable competitively within our area and everything else. Like, that's not someone's job now to like work your dog through like loose leash walking and downstays and everything. And sometimes that spillover of that control helps me with the handling. But that's not your job. No,
2: that's not our job. If people ask us, we are thrilled when they're like, oh, we're trying to teach them not to jump. We want them to wait at doors. We will 100% do that. We want to have control, too. And we will implement some of our own rules. Like we make dogs wait. Even if that's not what they're trying to do at home, we're like, no, you have to wait. You can't just rush out the door. It's for their own safety. It's for our safety, their safety, because we need to make sure that everybody's on a slip leash when they're moving around or some kind of leash so we can control them. And one crazy
1: dog can set them all off. Yep,
2: one crazy dog, or if it slips by you or it's trying to rush past you or something like that, that can't happen because it's running up to other kennels and yep. upsetting everyone else and we don't want to upset everyone no. else. So it's well, not why they're there. It's not fair to the well, other dogs. It's dangerous
1: for the employees. Yep,
0: it's dangerous for everyone. Yeah. No, rules are important. And the dogs thrive on that structure and they like the rules. It's just like kids at daycare. Mm-hmm. Like... No kids are just like running free for all, throwing food all day long. <laughs> like there's there's rules there. Like we sit and we eat, and there's nap time and there's reading time. Like so that's just, how it should be. You don't
1: just sedate all the dogs. When no, they come
0: in? <laughs> that's not allowed. Oh, we haven't gotten to that point yet. That's kind of a sick joke. I bet we will get to yeah. that point. Medicate to come in for the day. Yes, yeah. we have. We have
2: right. had a few of those. Yeah. Um, we'll rec usually I would much rather recommend you don't medicate your dog and take it somewhere else because obviously it's stressed here. Yeah. But if you don't have another option and it's just purely anxiety. We will Mm. recommend it will be like medication would be the best option. Yeah. In the event that you do that, try it before you bring your dog for the day. (laughs) (laughs) Do not put your dog on trazodone and drop it off for its first time ever. Yeah. And just leave it with us because we don't, you don't know if it's going to react. And if it does react, it could have reacted aggressively or become worse. It may associate the experience with the kennel. So like, just try it one day when you're home, see how it does on the medication first and make Mm -hmm. sure it has the right effect on your
0: dog. And what Scott has said and what Shelly said and what I brought up too is Give your dog the experience of this. Like, Before as you soon need as it. yes, you like need it. if you got a new rescue or you have a puppy under a year old, like find a reputable place and look for reviews and look for. I mean, I, even your Google reviews. Like, I almost could well up. Like the, the number of reviews they have and the high yeah, star rating. how you guys rating, remove all those bad <laughs> reviews? We haven't removed any. No, it's true. But you run a practice and a business that's above bar, and not many people are doing that anywhere in the dog industry yeah. right now, daycare, boarding, whatever you want to call it. And like Scott said, like you just have these people that are running it, that are looking at numbers. Mm-hmm. And like, we need 10 more dogs here and put more dogs in this yard and everything else understaffed, crazy shit's happening. So find a reputable place, but get the dog in there soon. Get them yeah. used well, that's to going what's good, away.
1: If you find a place that it, it, you don't like, it's great that you only did it for one night or mm-hmm. a weekend. You yes. say, okay. Yes. I didn't like that experience. Let's find a place where we can go away for a week vacation yeah. where the dog is actually safe and comfortable. Yeah. And I'm not you know? trying to
0: okay. scare people, but it, Even one night, like shit can happen in one night if people aren't prepared. So find, like do your due diligence and your research. And this is all I ever talk about is research first and do this first. (laughs) But it's true because it really does matter. And like whatever we do with our dogs when we go away, like that is very, very important to us. And we trust you with our dogs and we have in the past and we will in the future. And thank you guys for what you do because not enough people in the country do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of, you know, there's like the, that release form for all these daycares that say, Dogs will be dogs and things can happen. That doesn't mean you let it be a shit show. No, yes, but They're a lot of these places, like if something happens, like go, oh, yeah, well you know I'm sorry, but dogs will be dogs. No, mm-hmm. you don't let them all frigging attack each no, other. No, there's
2: still some level of control. There should, yes. be. and we want people to know what their dog's doing there. If your dog absolutely hates it there, we're going to tell you. Yeah, we're going to say they don't like and it. And if here.
0: your dog's a dick and somebody tells you, thank them. It's <laughs> yes,
2: good to exactly. know exactly. It's good to know when your dog acts like an ass. We, we try not, we try to sugarcoat it a little yeah. bit and be like, yes, <laughs> this is what happened and this is why your dog can't come back. Yeah, or this is what you need to do in order for your
0: dog to but be like. kicking out is good for business and it sounds crazy but for the greater good the owner calls you and
1: says it's not that I don't like your dog. <laughs> this is a problem. Yes.
0: <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, if you guys are in the area and you are looking for boarding or daycare, please check out Kappa Kennels. In the meantime, Shelly, thank you so much for taking yeah, time out of your it's busy to you. schedule nice to come on over. And uh, we will see you guys next week. It's going to be our 100th episode. We've been doing this 100, oh, 100 so
1: times. I'm this ready to throw crazy. in the towel.
0: <laughs> Shelly's going to come on with me for the next 100. All right. Take care, guys. See you. Have a good one. Keep it quirky. <laughs>